This show has explicit language and mature themes and isn't a resource for medical advice. John, give us that big lick. Welcome to Dexplanations. I'm Dexter Sorensen. I looked some stuff up on Wikipedia, and I'm going to explain it to my friend David Gerondale. Hey, David. Hey, Dex. How you doing? Good. We just barely opened up our first package from a listener and, like, fan, and it was fucking amazing. It I, was. Frankly, it was a lot more than I was expecting. Yeah. It was. They're like, it's awesome. I've never gotten anything labeled like that. thermoses. And, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I, like, got, like, adrenaline joy like while we're opening up it was pretty awesome seeing the logo on one side and And then our names on the the other other. we'll put it we'll put pictures up on everywhere we'll put pictures up on the instagram yeah thank you hannah thank you so much hannah yeah um but yeah i got an episode today good cool that's i'm glad that (laughs) you have that uh what what is it the human penis the human penis. Okay, <laughs> yep. let's dive in. Uh, so first, we're going to talk about the structure. Then we're going to talk human about penis. the physiological functions of uh, the human of the penis. penis. Then we're going to talk about miscellaneous penis stuff. Of the penis. Of the penis. <laughs> so I always tell people when they ask like what the show's about, I'm like, it's basically whatever I want to look into for a week. And so I guess this week I wanted to look into pictures and diagrams of dicks. Oh, yeah. It's important that the <laughs> listeners know what you're into. Yeah, that follows. So let's talk about the structure. The structure is mainly composed of three parts, the root, the body, and the epithelium. It really is just called the root? Yep. <laughs> or okay. the radix. The radix. Yeah, the That's root. That's a way cooler name. Yeah, the root or the radix is like the penis before the base of the penis. Oh, or okay, it's like, the inside penis. Yeah, the part it's the part that attaches the body and the inside penis. Yeah. Indeed. And it also includes the suspensory ligament of the penis. Okay. And the suspensory ligament attaches the pubic bones to the penis and supports it during erection. Oh, I see. It's what kind of lifts it up. Yeah. And also, the radix includes the base of the columns of tissue that are in the body of the penis. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about the body or corpus of the penis. So the radix is like the root inside, but it also extends out into the shaft. Um, the same parts extend out into the shaft. Okay. But the root is technically the in- inner part. But the radix. Yeah, the radix. Does extend out? No, that's the body, the corpus. But it has the same, it, the same columns of tissue. In oh, okay, okay. And so, yeah, the body is made up of three columns of tissue. The corpus cavernosum is a pair of spongy tissues that run parallel along the top side of the penis, along the shaft. And they expand to hold 90% of the blood during an erection. Right, like big spongy balloons. Yep, that fill with blood. Yep. And uh, (laughs) so, yeah, there's two of them going along the top of the dick. And... uh, there's another spongy the penis, tissue. Not the dick. <laughs> we can say dick on this show. Um, there's also the co- corpus spongiosum, 
and that's the spongy tissue that runs parallel to the corpus cavernosum along the underside of the penis. Okay, so there's one of those. Yep. So and there's it, two uh, symmetrical spongy balloons and then one on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And the one on the bottom surrounds the urethra, and it forms the glans penis or the head of the penis. Okay. Yep. So the glans penis, as we said, is the head of the penis, and... The ridge along the base of the head of the penis is called the coronal ridge. The coronal ridge. Yep. And the underside of the coronal ridge, where the glands kind of meet, itself is called the frenulum of the coronal ridge. So you got the coronal ridge and the frenulum of the they coronal ridge. They all have ridge. like very sci-fi sounding names. Yeah, they do. The radix, the frenulum. The, the corpus cavernosum <laughs> <laughs> and the corpus spongiosum. Um, (laughs) (laughs) the denizens of the corpus cavernosum yeah so the corpus spongiosum it also expands during erection but not nearly as much as the corpus cavernosums okay Mm -hmm. let's uh lesser sponge let's talk about the urethra let's so it's a passage for both urination and ejaculation of semen Makes sense, since mm-hmm. there's only the one. <laughs> yeah. It passes through the prostate gland and is joined by the ejaculatory duct, which then passes through the corpus spongiosum. And the opening at the end of the penis and the urethra is called the metus. The metus. The metus. The dick hole is called the metus. Okay. <laughs> um, so that's the, that's the body. The epithelium is the third part of the structure of the penis, and that includes the shaft skin, the foreskin, and the skin on the glans penis. It's basically all the skin. It's basically the skin. Here's a quote from Wikipedia about what a penis feels like. (laughs) Quote, In its relaxed, flaccid, i.e. soft-slash-limp state, the shaft of the penis has the feel of a dense sponge encaged... (laughs) Encased in very smooth eyelid type skin. <laughs> eyelid type skin. I've never thought of it. Yeah, that me way. neither. Eyelid type skin. Yeah. Now for the rest of my life, I'm just gonna imagine penises just being a bunch of eyelids. Yeah. The tip or glands of the penis is darker in color and covered by the foreskin if present. In its fully erect state, the shaft of the penis is rigid, with the skin tightly stretched. The glands of the erect penis has the feel of a raw mushroom. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's accurate. Raw mushroom. mushroom. (laughs) The erect penis may be straight or curved and may point at an upward or downward angle or straight ahead. It may also have a tendency to the left or right. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, so physiological functions of the penis, um, urination, (laughs) (laughs) you got to pee. That's the first one. Uh, voiding position. Um, basically voiding position refers to the fact that males can point where they pee and pee standing up with, without removing much clothing. Okay. So like it's the position in which you void waste. Yeah. Um, people of different cultures and customs pee in different positions. Some cultures pee standing and some pee sitting. So like the men, men. almost uniformly sit. Yeah, in different cultures. Um, medically, neither is superior for healthy males. 
But for elderly men with lower urinary tract symptoms, seated pissing, one, increases urine flow, two, decreases the amount of, quote, post-void residual volume. I think Hmm. they mean less drippage. Okay. Um, And three, decreases how long it took them to piss. Okay. Also, residual volume could refer to, like, how much is left in the bladder after you go to the bathroom. Okay. Like, maybe there's still some in there. You didn't go all the way. Yep. But if you're seated, you can go more of the way. Yeah. Probably because there's less strain. Yeah. Like, your your pelvis has to hold up all of your guts and even your spine to a degree. So, if you're sitting down, it's under a lot less yeah, but- muscular strain. Yeah, so if you have a urinary tract infection or something like that, then maybe pee sitting down, especially if you're old. But if you're healthy, it doesn't really matter. But I don't judge you either way. <laughs> All right, go. let's talk about erections. Okay. All right, so <laughs> here's a quote from Wikipedia. During an erection, the penis becomes firm, engorged, and enlarged. And uh, I was wondering what the distinction is between engorged and enlarged. And it's that engorgement specifically means to swell or fill with blood, water, or another fluid. Oh, I guess I didn't know that definition. Yeah. Uh, The more you know. I don't see myself using it that often, though. Engorgement? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Like, how often do you engorge things? No, before before you wash that, make sure that the sponge is engorged. Yeah, that would be that would be that'd be well phrased. Um but yeah. also not well phrased. <laughs> so <laughs> physiologically erections are caused by that ass. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Erections are caused by the autonomic nervous system. <laughs> what kind of weird Freudian slip was that? <laughs> I wrote it down. Oh. It was a joke. It was bad. Um <laughs> So, when you get aroused, the autonomic nervous system causes levels of nitric oxide to rise, and nitric oxide is called a vasodilator. Or a vasodilator. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. Hush, you. (laughs) When you get aroused, the autonomic nervous system causes levels of nitric oxide to rise. Nitric oxide is a... Vasilidator. Vasodilator. Vasodilator. Thank you, David. Because it causes the widening of blood vessels. And they, they relax, too. Yeah. And at the same time, a muscle around the base of the penis, the bulbospongiosis muscle, presses on the veins in the corpus cavernosum so blood can't get out. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's a, okay, so it presses down on veins, not arteries. So blood flows in, but not so much out. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> erection engorges the penis in both length and diameter. Okay. We yeah, I just wanted to read that out loud. After ejaculation or stopping stimulation, an erection usually stops, but how long it takes depends on the size and length of the penis. Which I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. That's yeah, interesting. It is interesting. I mean, I guess it makes it, sense on a mechanical yeah, level. Like how much blood is in there and how much space is able to get out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess that means like certain parts don't necessarily scale. If yeah, it, like if the like the veins and arteries themselves going are in and out don't necessarily scale. Size. Yeah. Um, let's talk about erection angle. 
So here's a, another quote from Wikipedia. Although, geometry. <laughs> yeah. Although many erect penises point upwards, it is common and normal for the erect penis to point nearly vertically upwards or nearly vertically downwards or even horizontally straight forward, all depending on the tension of the suspensory ligament that holds it in position. Huh. Yeah, an erect penis can take on a number of different shapes, ranging from a straight tube to a tube with a curvature up or down or to the left or right. I love the description <laughs> right? of tube. <laughs> tube. Uh, so 5% of erect penises have a 0 to 30 degree angle. 30% have a 30 to 60 degree angle. 41% bend at 60 to 95 degrees. 20% bend at 95 to 120 degrees. And we're talking about bending upward. Or in any direction. In any direction. In any direction. Okay. The, yeah. The, Deviation on multiple. Yeah. Okay. And the last 5% angle between 120 and 180 degrees. Whoa. Yeah, that's pretty significant. But 5%, that, that's a lot of people. That's, yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, uh, let's move on. A penis that is partly but not fully erect is sometimes known as a semi-erection or a semi I've, yes. <laughs> so, penis which is not erect is typically referred to as being flaccid or soft. And <laughs> here's another great quote from Wikipedia. It's got so, so many good ones. Quote Erections can occur spontaneously at any time of the day, and if clothed, may cause a bulge which, if required, can be disguised or hidden by wearing close fitting underwear. A long shirt or baggier clothes. <laughs> <laughs> they actually included vice. Yeah, That's how hilarious. To hide an erection. Wikipedia is amazing. Uh, I love Wikipedia. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Um, <laughs> let's talk about erectile dysfunction. Okay, this is where we get serious. <laughs> um, it's the most common sexual problem for men, and eighty percent of cases of ED are physical, being caused by things like cardiovascular disease, diabetes drug side effects, or neurological problems. Oh, geez, I didn't know that. Yeah, somewhere around 10% of ED cases are psychological, being caused by thoughts or feelings. Okay. And people with psychological causes of ED have strong responses to placebo treatments. Interesting. Okay. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. If it's all in your head, yeah. Yeah. Um, Absence of nocturnal erection is commonly used to distinguish between physical and psychological causes causes oh, of erectile dysfunction. Oh, that makes sense. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's ED. Uh, Want to talk about ejaculation? Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to talk about ED drugs at all? Uh, I think most oh, yeah, of them... Oh, yeah, yeah. Basically, Viagra and stuff. I think most of them that's just what they increase... Mostly but if they want to treat oxide. it... Nitrous oxide. Yeah. Um, what they... And if those don't work, they can, like implant little lipids into your urinary tract and if that doesn't work they can put uh they can put like a prosthetic into your penis that'll make it hard yeah and then if that doesn't work they can do an even more extreme thing i can't remember i've seen a guy who had that prosthetic one really yeah you saw it yeah well he was running along the river what do you want to tell this whole story Mm. i only (laughs) saw him once but how did you know he had a prosthetic <laughs> dick? Because it was obvious. It was always erect. Oh. And he could like, I think he could like turn it up or down. And you think he like, just kept uh, it up? Yeah, he just kind of like kept it up. Mm. Especially while he ran. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, let's talk about ejaculation. Uh, ejaculation is the discharge of semen, usually accompanied by orgasm. And the semen is pushed through the urethra through rhythmic contractions, which are part of orgasm. And the typical orgasm consists of 10 to 15 contractions. I feel like that isn't like an obligatory statement in every, yeah. anything talking about orgasm and always rhythmic contractions. Rhythmic contractions. Yeah. And, uh, they did also include, it feels good. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, once the orgasmic contractions start quote ejaculation will continue to completion as an involuntary process <laughs> <laughs> you can't just cut it off midway yeah oh <laughs> yep didn't know that um ejaculation can happen normally during sleep and it's called nocturnal emissions or a wet dream and it might be TMI, but I've never had a wet dream. <laughs> and that is a lot of MI. <laughs> yeah, sorry, listeners, um, if Jonathan keeps it. Um, but I think I've always just pulled one off before I needed to, you know? <laughs> a lot of info. Yep, let's talk about semen. <laughs> uh, Semen has fructose and other lipids lipids that help semen sur- that help sperm survive. Yeah, but l- fructose isn't a lipid though. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it has sugar. sugar. It has sugar and lipids. Okay. Thank you. Um to help sperm survive. Okay, yeah, it's like food for them. Yeah. And it also provides semen with a medium through which the sperm can swim. Okay, so it's like their home and their food. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um I have another quote about ejaculation speed. Oh. Yeah. Alfred Kinsley measured the distance of ejaculation in, quote, some hundreds of men. In three quarters of men tested, ejaculate is propelled with so little force that the liquid is not carried more than a minute distance beyond the tip of the penis. In contrast to the Minute distance. Minute. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I can't read. Um, (laughs) Go back. All right, yeah. Quote, Alfred Kinsey measured the distance of ejaculation in some hundreds of men. In three quarters of men tested, ejaculate is propelled with so little force that the liquid is not carried more than a minute distance beyond the tip of the penis. In contrast to those test subjects, Kinsey noted, in other males, the semen may be propelled from a matter of some inches to a foot or two, or even as far as five or six feet, and rarely eight feet. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of using these rankings, like yeah, these files. The files are by foot. Yep. Uh, he goes on to say, During the series of contractions that accompany ejaculation, semen is propelled from the urethra at 200 inches a second, close to 11 miles per hour. That's like a brisk walk. Yeah. I kind of thought it was a little faster, especially if it's going eight feet. Yeah. But that's like I, that's I don't know if I could walk eight feet before falling that far. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't think you could either. Maybe I can. I know I couldn't run that far. Well, um, it's 11 miles per hour. You, you're not allowed to run. Well, I bet you run about a little bit slower than that. Probably. Yeah, like nine. <laughs> <laughs> nine. Give me a good niner. Yeah. Um, let's talk about penis facts and miscellaneous penis stuff. Yeah, more penis. More penis. We're just getting all that all that good penis. 
that we just so unlike most other animals, the human penis has no baculum. And a baculum is basically a dick bone. Yep, an actual bone for yeah. the boner. Like a dog penis, for example, is not erect when it fucks. It just has a bone in it. Okay, yep. Yep. I mean, it also, it so, doesn't it also kind of get engorged and stuff? Yeah, it gets a little gorged, but it's, I guess it's not considered erect because, of, because like the blood isn't what. Oh, okay. Actually causes it it's the to bone. remain erect. Um, yeah, they, it can only get it in because of the baculum. Okay. Uh, penis size. Uh, measurements vary, and with studies that rely on self-measurement reporting, uh, they have significantly a higher average than those oh, with imagine. health, health <laughs> professional measurements. <laughs> so in a 2015 systematic review of 15,500 men and the best professional research to date on the topic, the subjects were measured by health professionals rather than self-measurement, and... The subjects were measured by health professionals, and the study concluded that the average length of the erect human penis is 13.12 centimeters, or 5.17 inches long, while the average circumference of an erect human penis is 11.66 centimeters, or 4.59 inches. Okay. So, yeah, and neither... Interesting that the circumference is so close to the length. Yeah, it is really interesting. Neither age nor size of the flaccid penis accurately predicts erectile length. Which I think. Wait, say that again? Neither age nor size of the flaccid penis accurately predicts erectile length. Oh, of, gro- of course. Yeah. So, like, yeah. hence the classic saying shower versus grower. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's not talk much about circumcision. But let's say circumcision and genital mutilation could be its own episode. Probably, yeah, should be its own yeah. episode. So suffice to say, it's the removal of foreskin and is the most common form of genital mutilation. Yeah. Um, usually they use a cigar cutter. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. I'm just kidding. They have specialized tools. We'll talk about it in the circumcision episode. Um, human penile adaptations. Penis size. Um, is a human penile adaptation. Oh, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. We have, like, way, way, way bigger penises than uh, other great apes. Yep. Um, so sperm competition has caused the length and size of the penis to increase so as to maximally fill the vagina. And furthermore, the evolved extra length presses against the cervix and places semen up right near the highest part of the vaginal tract. Okay. And another reason for the long penis is that humans upright posture pits gravity against retention of semen. And I never really thought about that one. Like the fact that humans stand upright, uh, means that like more, more. Oh, okay. I get it. I was thinking about males standing upright. Uh, no, you're talking about like after, after coitus, like, yeah, exactly. Mm. No, that makes sense. So I think there are special adaptations for that too. For instance, the vagina has like a dimple in it. Okay. Near the top, where uh, semen and sperm kind of pool and hang out and like head up the cervix in, in waves. Okay, yeah. Um, and another ev- uh, evolutionary theory for humans' exceptional penis size is female mate choice selection. Right, it's on display. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the next human penile adaptation we're going to talk about is semen displacement. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the shape of the penis is thought to have evolved as a means to draw foreign semen away from the cervix. Right, exactly. That's why it's yep. kind of like plunger-shaped. Yeah. The coronal ridge is particularly good at helping to draw out competing semen, because when thrusting, foreign semen is forced under the frenulum of the coronal ridge and is collected behind the coronal ridge. Right. But thrusting is actually really important. Um, here's a quote from Wiki. It has been shown that the deeper the thrusting, the larger the semen displacement. No semen displacement occurs with shallow thrusting. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So really a lot of it may have just been, yeah, like you said, sperm yeah. competition basically. Exactly. And uh, more than that too, like if they showed men pictures like erotic pictures if they showed men erotic pictures with other men in them, they produced more semen. Yeah, I've heard that too, that uh, basically it's like a automatic competition response. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like the semen has better quality too. Huh, um, like more viable sperm to yeah. it? Yeah, and if you've gone longer without seeing your partner, you produce more semen probably because it's more likely that there's competition needed. Oh, I see, okay. Mm. Interesting. So, yeah. Let's talk about one last thing. Priapism. Oh my goodness. If you weren't going to bring it up, I was going to bring it up. <laughs> I knew you would have. Okay. Um, oh, it's the worst it's the thing It's the fucking worst. Oh my God. So yeah, if you're uh, squeamish, uh, this episode is pretty much over. You skip. To yeah, the... skip this part. And yeah. Forget you ever heard that word. <laughs> so... Priapism is where the penis remains erect for hours in absence of stimulation or after stimulation is ended. In the most common type, most of the penis is hard, but the gland's penis is not. And priapism causes blood to remain in the penis for an abnormally long amount of time, and the blood loses oxygen and kind of congeals, congeals into a jelly-like texture. And the lack of oxygen can also damage penile tissue. Right, exactly. It can start to... Uh, it, it becomes gangrenous. Yeah, it, it enters yeah. a hypoxic environment, and yeah, I guess yeah. it eventually would lead to necrosis. Yeah, if left totally untreated. Yep, it can result in erectile dysfunction or disig disfigurement, and in extreme cases, the penis can develop severe vascular disease, which can result in penile gangrene and necrosis. Ugh. Ugh. Um. So, what are some of the causes? Uh, priapisms can be caused by a number of things, including sickle cell anemia, a specific spider bite. Yeah. Oh, that's um, the worst one to yeah. me. It's, it lives in, uh, Northern South America. Yeah. And there's a smarter everyday video on it, but I can't remember what the spider is called. Me neither. But yeah, it's one of the most venomous. Yeah. It causes uh, priapism in males. Yeah. Um, and it's because it releases nitrogen oxide. Oh, okay. Um, which is like a trigger Classic. for the, the the autonomic nervous system to just like engorge the penis. Yeah. In some cases, <laughs> uh, priapisms have also been reported in people who have been hanged. Oh. Yeah, it's okay. called a death erection. I guess that makes sense. Also, dead people it, it can become be caused by spinal a little energy. while anyway because of rigor mortis. Yeah, but it can be caused by spinal injury too. Oh, and so like oh. the rigor mortis can call and can cause the erection, and then probably I think the spinal injury can cause the priapism. Oh, um, so yeah, you want to talk about the treatment? 
Yeah, uh, it's the worst part. If there could be a worst part, if there is the this. worst part. Yeah. So the first thing they try to do is they try to put a syringe into your dick and draw the blood out. Yeah, into the corpus cavernosums, yeah, right? Yeah, from the co- corpus cavernosum. Yeah, draw blood from it. Yeah. And if the blood's too congealed in order to pull out with a syringe, they inject cold saline into the dick and then try to draw it out. <sighs> yep. And if that still doesn't work, they inject a drug to increase the blood pressure of the penis. And if that still doesn't work, they pierce a shunt in from the corpus cavernosum to the glands of the penis, and the blood can return to circulation or leak out of the dick. And and if it's even worse, they can do different, more extreme shunts. Yeah. Where they they basically... So they're just taking a a scalpel and piercing it through and then cutting back, basically. Yep. Just behind the the head. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so that's priapisms. That's the last thing about dicks that I want. We wanted to talk about. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, I guess I I'm mean, glad you left anything. it for last because it, it, it spoils the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> um, but I guess did you want to talk about anything else? No. Can we do an an, uh, episode on animal penises? Yeah, uh, that's why this one is the human human penis. penis Okay. I was hoping you made uh, that distinction for a reason. Because animal genitalia will probably be like a a multi-part series. Yeah. Where we'll do like animal genitalia one, animal genitalia two, where we do like three or four. Yeah, because there's just so many different genitalias that, uh, and they're all so weird. Yeah. So many of them are very weird. Yeah. Um, But we won't get into that now. No. In fact, that's an upcoming series that we have to look forward to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's it for this episode. Dexplanations is recorded at Rabbit Pen Studios in Eugene, Oregon. It's produced, edited, and provided them sweet licks by Jonathan Cunningham. If you want to support this show, go to patreon.com slash dexplanations or leave a review on iTunes. I haven't mentioned it in a while, but there's an option on Patreon for you to make me get a tattoo of your choice. Big thanks to SMFF Podcast for their review on iTunes. It was a really great review. They even complimented the licks, and they said David is a legit genius, which I don't know about. Yeah, I think they maybe <laughs> use that term a little bit liberally, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, like some of this out, like outreach from listeners we've had lately has been like really validating. And it's kind of surreal. Legitimizing, and yeah, kind of surreal. Um, thanks to everyone. Um, thanks again, especially to Hannah for sending me the thermoses and the cups that are, uh, the thermoses that are logo, that have our logo and names on them. They're, they're pretty legit. They're amazing. It's fucking amazing. Likely we got a bunch of things wrong. If you want to tell me about it or you just want to bullshit, hit me up at dexplanationspodcast at gmail.com. Tweet me at dexplanations or comment on Instagram. I'll bring it up in a later episode or do a new episode about it. You're the only thing that's making this show grow, so please tell someone to subscribe. We're starting to get more and more listeners, and you've played an integral role in that. Oh, and as for you, as team captain, I would pick you first for sure. Bye now. Okay, you guys ready? You ready? Ready. Yeah, we're ready. Next, are you ready? Go. Yeah. We got here our first listener package from friend of the show and friend of us and listener, Hannah. 
So, thank you, Hannah. Yeah, thank you. I'm actually really excited. None of us know what it's going to be. It's going to be... Oh, Jonathan's got a knife for me. Thank Thanks, you. Johnny. I didn't even... Johnny the Blade. Johnny the Blade. Chablamo. Yeah, watch the beers. What is it, guys? Uh, didn't you say it's dildos? I think it's no <laughs> no less than four, but no more than seven dildos. Alright, here we go. I'm getting six dildos. Oh it's god. So oh god. Whoa! Holy what is shit, this? dude! Look at this one, this one. Oh god, I gotta be in my hand. Yeah. Wait! Open it! Nice, no, on Oh, holy oh, man. Holy shit. Look at this. Oh, oh my god. What? Oh, you gave me the right one. Look at this, guys. Yeah. What? They spelled my name right on the cup, but not on the package. Is there a David? <laughs> I got a fucking explanation. Look, no, no, Wait, there's another oh. one. There's another no, one. No, it does say one. David. <laughs> he got one. Oh my god, this is fucking be amazing. And uh, holy crap. What dude. the fuck, you guys? I've never hey. had anything like this. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. With my name on it. And the logo. Ah! <laughs> Thank oh, you shit. so much. Oh, Thank here, you so it. much, Hannah. Yeah. This is amazing. Thank Fucking you, Hannah. Rad.